0: We are brought to you by Josh Lafon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their homeownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua Lafon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua Lafon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533.
1: Like we always do about this time. James Russell, you hustling, son of a... It's me! Daddy, Roberto! Give me and name that starts with the letter H. Jose. They look at me now, how far we go back? Elementary, jump rope, high and go see. pity pad,
0: red light, green light. Red light, green light.
1: When you just talk about practice, we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in
0: here talking about practice, talking about
1: practice.
0: Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. That's right, Wednesday night just past 9 p.m. You already know what it is. You are tuning to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. The usual suspects up in the building, Rob G, quan 59 behind the big board, doing what he does for us every single Wednesday night. We are coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. We are live on the Gorilla Cross Radio app. You can find it in the App Store for Google or Apple. Not only that, GuerrillaCross.com. And if you are streaming it and you want to watch it, you can go to the YouTube page on Gorilla Cross. You can go on the Facebook page for Guerrilla Cross. Not only that, we share it on my page, Jose Volonte, on the Straight Bet Sports page on Facebook. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check it out. We'll be posting a lot more sports stuff on there. Not only that, doing polls, questions. Just try to get more fans involved, especially people that follow and watch the show. We're going to be having a lot going on as well. So go ahead and check it out if you have not done so. Straight Bet Sports. If you catch us looking back and forth, we do have the game on in studio. We do have a guest in studio tonight too, which we're going to get to here shortly. But, Rob, you were at the game last night. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. I know you were excited about that. So was I, now, even though I wasn't there. It was cool to know that somebody was there because it was a big game last night, man. You ready for tonight, though?
2: I'm ready. It's gonna. I don't know how much you're going to get out of me today to, with this game on in the background.
0: <laughs> it's kind of tough to have it in the background, especially, man, they were down as many as 16, I think, at one point.
2: Oh, that, that how, yeah, I saw 13, but, yeah, it was, probably, it was up there
0: crazy number but yeah man once again we are coming to you live from downtown las vegas nevada here on the gorilla cross radio network we are brought to you by joshua lafon make sure you guys hit up joshua lafon as we let you know every single show we greatly appreciate him being our sponsor and keeping us going now this week we have a lot to talk about but it's a lot of basketball as well because our wnba las vegas aces are back they're coming back in town this friday we'll talk about that as well golden knights Already started their playoff series. We're going to get into that and get everyone's thoughts. And like I said, Rob was in the building last night at T-Mobile Arena. We'll get his thoughts on how the atmosphere was and how he saw the action and what he thinks will be happening moving forward in that series as well. Not only that, if you guys have ever watched the all the smoke podcast with Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, it's it's awesome, by the way. It's amazing. Uh, We don't promote smoking or anything like that on the show. But if that's what you like and those are the type of things you like to watch, these guys bring it to you real and they bring it to you raw, man. They don't mess around and something happened there with Gilbert Arenas and Kwame Brown some comments about when Gilbert Arenas came to town with the Washington Wizards back in the days if you guys didn't see it, I can't show you the video but go ahead and check it out on YouTube, trust me we're going to talk about that as well W, I'm sorry, NBA playoffs are almost set as we have the final playing game being played right now, you see me all draped out in my Laker gear, obviously, we'll talk about that game, and how's it going we're going gonna to be rubbernecking for the rest of the show here, trust me, because we're going to be watching the game as well Towards the end, we'll do a little open floor here because I know there's a lot to talk about. Oakland A's. I know Ms. Ball and D wants to talk about that. Rob, I know you're a baseball guy, so we definitely got to talk about that. We're going to give some shout-outs to some people. On a great article that I that I read earlier here off of um, Vegas Sports Today, big shout-out to Mike Dixon and Scott Goldbranson. Go ahead and check out the website if you haven't done so, man. They're doing great stuff over there. They did a great partnership from Vegas Sports Daily with, um, what was it, Raiders Today? I think it was something like that, and they combined. So now, great website there. Go ahead and check them out. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in with our first guest and only guest of the night. She's doing a back to back because her show just ended a few hours ago, so she took off and came back to join us in studio. Miss Ballin D, host of No Plays Off Sports Talk. We greatly appreciate you joining us tonight.
1: Absolutely, thanks for having me, Jose. We like family now, like pretty much, cousins. right? I mean, we're in the same,
0: <laughs> we're, in, we're in the same, same network, same studio. Yes, of course, sir. Definitely. Yes, sir. Long time coming. We talked about it since we met. Absolutely. We said we wanted to get it done for months now. I know it was just a few days but hey we got it done i appreciate you coming appreciate on. you for having me like the aces jersey
1: yeah you're not gonna represent we back home at the house this uh are those Friday. the new
0: ones no right these are old ones, the ones man. Last yeah
1: these are old ones I haven't had a chance to get the new ones yet you like the new ones they don't come in my size man so i ain't showing it no love i
0: got you i got yeah. you so how was your show earlier i i saw it if you guys missed a great show go ahead and check it out but Give a little recap about what you guys talked about. It was good, about. man.
1: We had uh, Monty Buckley on. He has a special guest representing the uh, Sweatbox. He has a, it's kind of like a training facility. Cool. I like to call it a Boys and Girls Club in a gym atmosphere. Okay, he has it nice, here. And nice. uh, we also had uh, Kaylee Bowie, who on the show, she's a uh, part of 100 Ways uh, USA. They are a 501 nonprofit. Uh, Organization here in town. They're doing some things locally. They're having a big basketball camp that's going to be coming up. Uh, I believe it's June 9th or June 7th is the date. It is absolutely free. Okay. Uh, Ages, uh, kids age 6 to 18 can come in. They're going to have some very uh, special basketball. NBA guests are going to be in the house. Okay, nice. It is absolutely free. Sponsored by a lot of of community partners. So, yeah, we had a great show, man.
0: So, it gives families an opportunity to take their kids out that want to join some camps. Not only that, get back to them a little bit of normalcy, right?
1: Aren't we all ready for that?
0: a lot of us are Kwan was just talking about earlier that he walks around with the mask in his pocket now and just walks into <laughs> any store And <Yeah, laughs> you know what I'm... I would do the same thing if, if they don't tell me nothing It's it's gone technically right now you can we're following the, what the CDC said according to governor so hey I'm fully vaccinated so, so you, know, it, you know it is what it is I don't want to wear the mask anyways So I don't go as far as Quan and not, you know, wear it when I walk into someone. But if I see people not wearing it, you you better believe I'm taking it.
1: It's the mask for me, man. I got to still wear my mask, work at the airport. You're still required to wear your mask when you travel in any federal building. And I have to be responsible for me, Uh, elderly parents, my family, um, underlining conditions, and, of course, myself. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to continue to wear my mask. But to each his own, man. Just
0: be responsible. Just take care of yourself. That's it. And, and, And you guys were talking about it, too, earlier. I know Rob's been stuck on the TV over here. He's like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> um you guys were talking about even EOS basically stripped masks now basically saying it's optional right
2: Yeah uh they sent out an email I think it was uh Sunday night saying that it's uh you know you got to respect everyone's choice now so based on the new rules uh you know with the CDC in Nevada and yeah it's uh it's up to you if you want to wear it or not and And you talk so, about
0: the social distancing inside or anything like that?
2: They're still doing social distancing which is tough inside a gym obviously Definitely. um but uh it's it's you know it's it's basically an honor system right yeah. like that's how you know you know where i work that's how it's going to basically move forward i think july 1st it's going to be based off the honor system because you can't really ask somebody for their you know their vaccine their their card to show that they've been vaccinated right. so um it's just one of those things that's um yeah hopefully people that aren't vaccinated continue to wear their masks um it's going to be the same for employees as well and stuff like that so it it's it's going to be interesting right but uh the biggest thing is that there's uh the biggest uh call to action i think across the board no matter where you know all businesses is uh no no more mask police right Correct. Yeah. um so i think that's the biggest difference No more people
0: stopping you at the door and like trying to right. give you a hard time about it
2: right um so yeah it's, it's no more like hey can you put the mask up all that stuff like that it's just you know whatever your preference is at this point so it's nice it's good um but yeah if you're not vaccinated please wear your mask
0: so let's jump right into the conversation Quan. first one of the night <laughs> no you don't want to talk about no, vaccinations like- and all that with kwan but let's talk about the first topic of the night. Basically, I was topping it up with you earlier. You mentioned it on your show, but you said you, you didn't look into it that much. Now, the whole situation with Kwame Brown. I got to watch more videos on the way here when I was chilling in the car. And and to be honest with you, it just, if you saw the original, let me go back to that. If you saw the original video in the, uh, all, 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 what is it, All, um, all the Smoke podcasts with Matt Barnes, And uh, Steven Jackson, you can check it out on Showtime If you haven't checked it out, real good podcast I know they don't know me, trying to give them a plug, whatever it is But real good show if you haven't watched But the episode recently with Gilbert Arenas Fast forward to like about the the first hour, give or take They start asking him about Him going to the Wizards and creating the Wizards And turning them basically into a, a, a Playoff team, right? And him being the guy per se at that point in time But they mentioned Kwame Brown Him being the number one overall pick But it started with a joke in a way. I don't know if you saw the video Miss Ballin'. I didn't but... see the original video, no. So basically, uh Steven Jackson cuts him off and goes, "Yeah, Matt was talking about the other show that, you know, he was you know, best number one best pick number ever." One pick and Matt, overall, he's like, right. "No, nah, what Matt what?" He's like, "No, nah. Matt Barnes like, not nah. Matt didn't say nothing." He's like, "Nah, you said that he was <laughs> the greatest number one pick wow. of all time." Wow. And then and then and then Gilbert Arenas cuts it off right away and goes, "He could have been. He could have been, but he goes, "Just picture you idolizing someone and then that person your mentor drafts you weren't the exact words but he kind of says something like that. speaking of
1: jordan right exactly speaking
0: of jordan okay and then arenas goes we know jordan he he you know that's his idol so how do you look at that and then when you have this type of persona behind you always talking about you pushing you trying to push you at, at practices and this and that and everyone else on the team you're supposed to be the number one pick but yet jordan's aura is a lot bigger than you and he overshadows you there right so gilbert arenas basically says when he got there he got there to a guy that had no confidence so he's like i I didn't come here for this you're basically telling me i gotta rebuild this it's like he said his exact words were helping rebuild a man child Mm. a man child he said he reminded me of a show pony of a show horse look great but he ain't gonna win the race you know what I mean? He had that type of body. But he also gives him credit. He says probably first or second fastest guy on the team. He had flashes of a lot that he could have done. But I just think, and I kind of agree in a way with what he said, the situation he got drafted in by being drafted by Michael Jordan and then him being there behind you back and forth, back and forth is tough. Now, Kwame Browns now came out and has attacked Steven Jackson. He's attacked Matt Barnes more than anything. But he's getting personal, and it just sounds like he's upset. You know what I mean? He's just going at him and not really proving any points. He's talking about his personal life. What happened with Derek Fisher saying, oh, Derek Fisher has the keys to your truck. Go give him some gas money so he could pick up your kids. And not only that, the one thing that I know he's a Southern guy. So the way he speaks, yes. he uses the N-word very freely. And he's using it, to, to, I'm talking about above and beyond in the videos. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it kind of irks me a bit. I just feel like you sound like a man child, like Gilbert Arena said. And you sound like a grown man that's just upset to be honest with you i get it it sucks being called the biggest bust probably or one of the biggest busts of all time in nba history it sucks but the proof is in the pudding technically if we're speaking stats matt Barnes' stats were better than yours and technically speaking matt Barnes won a championship even though he probably wasn't a big part of that team with the golden state warriors because he got traded mid-season but he won a championship Kwame, you did nothing man they were joking about it but yes they gave you some nice pieces as well Take it for what it is, man. You're just making yourself look worse, in my opinion. And if you've seen the videos, his eyes are bloodshot, and he blames it on hookah.
1: Hookah doesn't (laughs) do that.
0: I I smoked hookah (laughs) for a long time, and it don't do that to you.
1: You know, he could be as worse as Anthony Bennett. I mean, he was the biggest number one bust that I can think of. I think
0: Anthony Bennett was the biggest number one.
1: Man, you talk about number Uh one bust. bust, (laughs) Rob just giggles (laughs) because he loves.
0: (laughs) Anthony Bennett. I remember Anthony Bennett. Ah, yeah. What do, you think, shot? what do you think, Bowie?
1: I just think it's gotten out of control. Like I said, I haven't seen it from the video. I've, I've been catching bits and pieces of it. For one for thing, one thing for sure is his followers are has shot up. I was not following Kwame before. Nope. <laughs> and uh today I i started following him. And immediately when I when I logged on, it was like, oh, he's live. And I hopped in, like, what is he talking about? And he was going ham on Stephen A. Smith. So, I mean, I just think it's gotten out of hand. A good point that uh Monty Buckley said on my show is mm-hmm. he thinks it's gonna turn into a celebrity boxing match
0: oh here we go yeah man yeah. <laughs> is that does is that really what it's coming to though
1: I hope not I hope not
0: because we were talking about uh, they were talking about on the show on on unnamed sports show the other day about Chad Chad Johnson box yeah which I read about that obviously before they talked about it but I'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it if it's bringing money and these guys are making money like mayweather said I can fight a real boxer or whatever it may be. For this much but then I can fight a Paul brother and make this much entertainment exactly at this point it's all entertainment right but at what point does it become a disrespect to the professional sport I, okay I look at it this way I'll give you an example I'm not a wrestling fan but I saw a wrestling video of Triple H talking about Bad Bunny how a lot of people made fun of him for wrestling but yet he said he was the first and the last guy every single day when he decided to start with the WWE in the gym he was honing his crap Proven to everyone, getting battered and bruised during practices, not not just here saying, hey, I'm this guy, so I'm going to get an opportunity to fight for the belt or whatever it was. He lost in whatever SummerSlam or whatever it was, WrestleMania, and he's gone now. But he earned respect from a lot of people. So going back to that, if you're going to box – And you're actually going to put in the time. You're going to train. You're actually going to fight or train with real boxers. I get it. The guy you're going to box is probably a celebrity. is not a boxer. not a professional. I get that. But if you're going to go through it and get tested and go through the state of Nevada or state of California to get a license to be approved to fight, then... Take it serious. It's a show. I get that. You're trying to just create a spectacle. But what else are we watching right now? With all due respect. With all due respect, the UFC and MMA are overshadowing boxing. There's been a lot of great boxing matches. But... There's not the matches that we want to see. Yeah. So, I'm okay with it.
1: Interesting, man. I I, I just... It's does entertainment it turn into and that, and I'm, I'm going to be tuned into it for sure. If I mean, it, if it does, I mean, But I think you're correct. I think uh, Mr. Brown is taking it very personal. I mean, and I just think it's gotten out of hand. And uh, Monty's made a comment on my show and saying, they have a platform. Use your platform. You have everyone's attention at this point. Now, use something positive with it. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you're tearing each other down in and, and a sensitive society that we're in right now. It's just, it's out out of control.
0: And before I get your thoughts, Matt Barnes even came out with another video that they added with Kwame Brown's video. Matt Barnes came out and basically said, I've been out with my kids this whole weekend through their basketball tournaments, this and that, and I just found out about all this, right? He goes, I I messaged you directly and Mm. said, let's talk about this, because I really don't know what happened or what's going on. But then Kwame Brown went out and did what he did. So then Kwame Brown's trying to flip it and say, well, you don't want to talk to me like a man. If Matt Barnes says he hit you up first yeah. to talk about this through a message, whether it was a DM, a text message, social media, whatever it is, then w- w- that shows that you're just upset, bro. You're tired of people talking about you. I get it. But if the f- the proof is in the pudding, Rob? Uh,
2: I would like to see it end in a boxing fight, right? Been, <laughs> I, would like it to, I would like to see it end in a boxing fight. But oh, I mean, ahead. everything going on here, I mean, he's getting first of all the three people that are you know and or the three people that are verse kwame brown in this right all had better careers than him Mm -hmm. um
0: oh yeah we know we know
2: for the most part that you know when they talk about him you know getting you know uh brought down by michael jordan when he got there and everything we know you know when when jordan was playing he wasn't the best teammate right uh that's i mean i think the last dance maybe proved that a little bit in the way that he kind of his way of motivating his team and his way of you know trying to get people to 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 not do, saying to, he was a
0: bad teammate, but he no, wasn't one of, the, he wasn't one of the, the best. He
2: wasn't one of the best, okay, and then gotcha. you know he, the way that he talked to people and stuff like that, it was more of like a talking down. Kobe too, as well. If you watch some videos oh, when Kobe practices, when practices, and the way they can't
0: play with this sorry Right, team. Like, right? Oh, I bro, mean, yeah. that's
2: not that's that's not encouraging at all in, in some people's eyes. Some people respond to that in, yeah. in a positive way, but I, once you think about the big picture of Kwame coming in as an eighteen-year-old, the NBA is the the only major sport where someone comes in possibly not even playing in college right when you talk about football when you talk about you know uh baseball like when you get drafted that young in those two sports uh, you don't start you don't you know you're not you know you're not gonna you have to, you gotta go to college first right oh, and yeah, then, he
0: was the first the first ever first overall number one pick coming straight out of high school
2: right and he, there's no there's no warm-up period you know do you really think an 18 year old how many 18 year olds uh, you know coming out other than lebron right are ready to play Right, we can talk about a few people just off the top of my head, like Jermaine O'Neal. Right, was another one that kind of came out. wasn't really ready to play. Nobody's really ready to play at that age coming in, coming in from 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 high school. So to 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 have have that riding on your shoulders, being the number one pick on top of that, and then Jordan kind of you know bringing them down. Not to say for the most part, but you know trying to trying to. I guess that's it, that I don't was think his. Jordan
0: w- did it like in a personal way. It was just. I think it was you more know, to make him tough. You know, exactly. to,
2: to, to kind of you know make him th- you know a little bit. Put the crocodile skin You know what I mean Because yeah. to, 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 be, to prepare him For what he's going to Experience in the NBA But uh, that is a lot Riding on your shoulders At that age And um, you know He is Top two I think You know Other than Anthony Bennett <laughs> Number one but uh, You know Bust when it comes to Number one picks But that is a lot Asking from a high schooler Coming in right Playing with professionals Expected to possibly Start at that age Right And he
0: did start at that
2: age uh, NFL He was
0: the franchise At that
2: point NFL MLB And And uh, And uh, My NFL and what's a M what am I missing
0: NFL, NFL MLB MLB NBA,
2: and NHL I'm NHL. sorry you don't start at that young you know what I mean yeah, like it's rare you, it's, it's rare. super rare yeah. and in the NBA you know it's it's that's the expectation so um you know he could have had you know he could he he could have had a better a better career but I mean it just didn't it just didn't pan out I get especially you. with the team he was with too so
0: once again you're tuning in to straight bet sports here on the Gorilla cross radio network we are coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas Nevada we are streaming live on YouTube on the Gorilla Cross page, Facebook on the Gorilla Cross page, and on Twitter on the Gorilla Cross page. And everyone in the studio, I'm pretty sure, has already shared it on their pages. So if you're following us, please go ahead and drop a like, share, comment, and we'll go from there. Just let everyone know what you're enjoying tonight. We have Ms. Ball and D, host of No Plays Off Sports Talk. That's right. Here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network as well. So we're just doing some cross-promoting here tonight. We got the Lakers up on the big screen. Golden State, Golden State just tied it up, 91-91. Coming down to the wire, guys. Final five minutes, I believe, in the game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, man. So the winner of this plays Phoenix, right? So nah. let, let, let's jump into NBA talk since we got the game up. We can go to WNBA after that. But the Phoenix, right? That's who they're going to play if they win this game. They'll be going in to Phoenix, the number two overall seed, which a lot of people will say that, no, Chris Paul's not the MVP. I disagree I've been saying it that I think he is, but I also have some thoughts on Steph as well with what he's done in respect to the way that that team has been and as much as he meant to that team, right? But right now, going back to the Lakers. Lakers have had a tough time in this game. I was driving to the show tonight, and I sit there, and I pull up my phone. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I wonder what the line is because I didn't even check to see what the line is. Obviously, straight bet sports. You know we're going to talk about the lines as well. So the Lakers are favored by five and a half, and I'm sitting there going, there's no way. There's, there's no way that the Lakers should be this favor Now, I am not. I know it can mean any, nothing now because the game's already on, but I still thought that they would win this game, but I thought that they would not cover. 93-93 now. Golden State just tied it again. Now, five and a half to me just seemed like a disrespect to the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors have been hot. I believe they just beat Memphis to get into this playing play in game, I believe it was, into this situation against the Last Lakers. Last game of
2: the season, right? Last game of the mm-hmm. season,
0: correct. Curry scored 40-plus points. To get the the, the scoring title, um, oldest player since Jordan to do it when he was thirty five, so there's a lot that goes into that. Not only that, LeBron, you you, you yeah. have LeBron and Steph playing again, which is the bigger story as well. But I like the playing tournament. I like it. I know you guys talked about it on your show earlier. Kev said that he, I believe, he likes it as well. He likes
1: it. I, I, I like it too. I think it's good for for basketball. It's, it's exciting for fans. Mm-hmm. I like it.
0: It, it, I think it's great because not only that, you're giving these teams that are, what, eight, nine, 10 seeds that are still good possible teams that are making these late runs and you're making it more exciting for fans. You're giving it more to watch, right? I I, I like it. LeBron didn't like it, but yet he liked it before they had to drop down to the seventh seed.
2: Yeah, so, until, he's in, until he's in that moment yeah, where he exactly. has to play in one of them. Yeah, he didn't really probably expect himself to ever play in a playing game, right? Coming from his playoff career and what he's done so far. Uh, so my
0: question to you, Going based off of that, I'm sitting there looking at the line. It's minus five and a half. I'm sitting there going, "There's no way I'm not touching this." But I'm also not taking Golden State. You're a better. What are the books hoping? Are they hoping that they're baiting you in on that Golden State money because it looks too good to be true, and the Lakers shouldn't be this favorite? Or what are your thoughts on that?
2: I think I think it. I think you. you yeah, that's what I would think, right? That the exact same thing that you're saying is that it's too good to be true. This is too many points. Uh, you know, Steph obviously you know hitting forty and they're hot right now. Um And they, you know, with him having all the MVP talk and everything. So it, it's, it, it seemed like a little too high. It opened at six and a half, I believe it dropped to five and a half. Uh, and when I saw that, I initially, I was like, I like the five and a half. But once you think about it, I, I, I think that's a little bit, I think they're begging you to take the Warriors, right? I think they're de- begging you to take the points. It looked good so far, right? I mean, at least through three quarters, it looked like the points were going to come into play, but uh, it's still I'm sorry It still does It's 336 left yeah. But um, you know Lakers took the lead For a little bit uh, You know up to five It was just up to five But uh, I probably If I would have bet this game I I probably If I would have bet it Earlier in the day Before I was You know really had a chance To think Oof. about it I would have took the five And a half But um, now that I'm thinking About it I, I bet you I think that they were Begging you to take The Warriors in the points So
0: 315 left in the game 95-96 oh, nice. Warriors are up And nice. Steph just murdered Nice Now they're up three Timeout Lakers Guys do the Lakers have enough to come back and win this game? Now, keep in mind, they're not in a in a, in a lose situation. If they lose this game, they still play the uh, Memphis, I believe, because Memphis beat San Antonio and knocked them out, and they play them for the eighth seat.
2: So, so it's, it's not two, over. It's a two. Play, it's a two-game playoff. D- depending uh, on where play. you're at.
0: So the nine, the nine and the ten team, the losers out. The okay. winner plays the, the, the loser whoever, of this, this game. game.
2: Wow. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's crazy. So it's basic, all new for everyone, but I like it. I mean, especially with. It's a you good know,
0: format. I think it's cool.
2: Well, obviously it's college different. basketball already has that play in game, right? For the tournament. Right. Correct. They have that. The first and four, yeah. MLB has the play in wild card game. So the one the one game, yeah. Yeah, right. the one game. So uh I think Which I would
0: prefer that to be best of three. You know what I mean? Whoever wins two first. I like the
2: one and done. You like the I like one and the done? one and done, okay. especially with the wild card, but this is new and I think that uh once people kind of there was a few you know, people some people liked it, some people didn't. But yep. once we really see it in, you know, live and how it's working out and how it's playing out, I think. I think a lot of people are gonna are, are gonna want this more often. So I think it's it's gonna they're hopefully they're gonna keep it. I don't know if this is just a trial period or if they're gonna keep it, but I you know, it looks good. The ratings are up. It's yeah. it's a great matchup, first of all, right? I think all the matchups have been pretty good. Yesterday's games were kinda, of, you know. They were kind of blowouts, I believe. Was
0: Boston, Washington. Yeah, they right, were both the blowouts. Yeah. they went yeah. for fifty, I think. Or they something were both like that. blowouts, it's but
2: yesterday's—I mean, both te- both games today. That the Spurs game was really good, and then obviously this game prime time. So
1: I think it's good. It's, it's like a NBA March Madness, and it gives some of yeah. the teams Perfect who, who wouldn't it. have the opportunity to kind of make that playoff push to kind of get competitive yeah. and come, you know, put it all together towards the end. So it's exciting, man. If you're a basketball fan, you got to enjoy it.
0: And I look at it this way too. Think about this: How many times, let's say, in the last twenty years? Have we seen teams on the East, let's say the bottom three, have losing records and make the playoffs? Yeah. But yet you have teams in the West that got over 40 wins that don't even become an 8th seed. Yeah. So this is giving those teams, at least in the West, that opportunity. Granted, I don't think we had that this year. I think a lot of the teams that made it all had losing records pretty much towards the ninth and the 10th seed. But still... You had teams that were exciting. I wanted to see Washington in the playoffs if possible. I wanted to see Bradley Beal and Russell yes, Westbrook. Yes. Don't get me wrong. That, that's something that I would want to see. So I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. I know Mo from Girl Chat Sports chimes in and she says that she thinks it's stupid. She <laughs> says they're the 7th seed and should have just gone in as a 7th seed slot. Why would they have to play an 8th to get a spot they're already in? I don't know. I like it. I, 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 hope, they, I hope they stay with it. You know, does it need tweaking? I don't think so. I mean, it, it's self-explanatory.
1: We won't know. I mean, because this, this, this seems successful. I mean, so so far, if it's not broke,
0: don't fix it. If
2: Anything, it. I would maybe give the eighth seed a first round or a buy on the first game. Make the nine and a ten play or whatever, and then have them, the winner of that, play the eighth seed for the eight. You know,
0: and not touch the seventh seed. Exactly, she's
2: and not touch the seven seed. I seat, can so. see that as well. That's a good one, right? I mean, the final I, I do team agree. to make it, just I the final spot. I do agree that you're the seven team, and yet you're still trying to, having a play to get in. So I do, I, I do see that that point of view. So. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Like I said, the eighth gets a buy nine and ten play. Winner of that plays the eight, and you know whoever wins that gets to go for it. But if the
3: seven team is so good, they should beat the eighteen.
2: Correct. And if Lakers lose, <laughs> then that
3: just proves the point that this plan
2: worked. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I think if it Quan they, brings they, up a point, I think the Lakers. If the Lakers do get eliminated, that's the seventh seed. I think, like Quan said, that's a that's
0: they just didn't deserve to be there. So that's right. where the, that kind of improves. Yeah, exactly. It, works. it kind
2: of proves itself if the Lakers that lose because they got knocked. If the Lakers get knocked out in the first, you know, the first inaugural, you know, play-in tournament, it's, it's not going to look good. It's not going to look good, but it also shows that it works though. In Correct. 100%. It shows it that
0: it works and it's not rigged. Or it's not going to be bad for the sport or anything like that. Not only that, you're giving other fans teams or teams fans. Oh, and what? Oh, what a Ooh, play! His head. Got fouled. LeBron's oh, on the ground uh, holding his head. Not down. good.
2: <laughs> you see Steph Curry and uh. He's <laughs> like man. Steph Curry and uh, uh Draymond high five after that one.
0: On that. That's what that was. <laughs> so look, man, the other games that were played yesterday, I like the Hornets. I thought they were gonna make some noise. Didn't happen. They got murked by uh, Indiana, 144 to 117. Boston pulled it off, 118 to 100 over the Wizards. Now. Boston plays Indiana, I believe, right? Do I have that correct? Sorry, that... Well, I'm sorry. Washington plays Indiana because Boston moves on. That's right. Right. So that that's going to be a fun one to watch. Do the Wizards get in? You know what I mean? Does Indiana stay hot? Who knows, bro? Who knows? Ow. Yeah, he hit, he hit his head, right? Is that what it was? His leg
1: kind of... We hyper- told you
0: guys. We're watching the game tonight. So if you see the heads... We're watching the game. Possible flagrant. What are they down? Two? Is it 99? Uh, 98,
1: 97.
0: So down one. LeBron shooting two. Possibly three. That's good D. D. Let's see. That's good D. Watch his head, though. Watch his head.
2: Oh, no. No, he didn't hit his Uh, head. Good.
0: He just hit his back. He just died died again. (laughs) I think it's the knee. He was He he was grimacing with the knee. He flopped. McFlopperson. I'll have a LeBron McFlop.
2: They brought a on. Steve Javy, Steve Jabby. Yeah, Steve Jabby. Rob
0: Rob loves the referees because every time he bets, he looks to see who's going to be the referee for that night. Absolutely. Who, 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 who Scotty was? It Scott, Foster?
2: Scott Foster. Scott Foster. Right. Foster. Still reffing <laughs> games.
0: Is he your favorite worst referee of all time?
2: Well, I, I just I like to follow him because Donahue. When Donahue got caught up got doing it. all that stuff, he you know they tracked all the phone calls and all yep. you know all the all the timelines stuff, of it, right? He called him almost after every game, or multiple times after every game that he admitted that he influenced. Right, so when you're doing that, it doesn't make you. look What's happening on those conversations, right? Like you're specifically calling one ref every time after games that you said that, yeah, I, I influenced these games, and for him to be still, you know, refing, uh, is. Is honestly quite an accomplishment for you know from for, for Scott Foster because yeah. he still refs you know he still you know runs one of the one of the higher crews He's still got the tenure he's you know he runs he's got he, the highest
0: tenure of, yeah, I think almost everybody that's he, right. uh
2: you know he's still refing finals games yeah. and stuff like that so it's it's uh, super interesting I think uh, NBA I may, guess he
0: got hit in the face people were saying on Facebook
2: NBA kind of leans on him when they need maybe a result and kind of <laughs> say like hey we let you keep your job you know back what, we got to
0: extend this series a bit. I thought yeah. you go ahead and hook us up, man. But if you guys want to give us a call and join in on the conversation, you got something to say, 702-608-3259. Again, we are joined by Ms. Ballin, the host of No Plays Off Sports Talk here on Guerrilla Cross Radio Network. Coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. We're watching the Laker game here in studio. And looks like LeBron will be shooting some free throws shortly. Might be a flagrant, might not be. So, Ms. Ballin, I want to get into it with you with some WNBA talk. Absolutely. Our aces will be home here shortly on Friday, just a few days away. After having a a tough road trip to start the season, right? I mean, two games on the road in Seattle against the defending champ. The team that—they got swept, I believe, last year. Yes,
1: they lost five games straight to uh, Seattle. Seattle gets their rings on the first opening night, and Uh, that had to be tough for our aces (laughs) to sit and take. But, you know—
0: 14-point loss to open the season. I I wasn't too worried about it. If, If I'm being honest with you, I saw the game. I saw the highlights again after the game. I was on the chat, on the Zoom chat talking to the you know the ladies that were on and coach. And the one thing that I do hear from Bill that, that I think we got to stop hearing is, oh, we got to get better. We got to get better. We got to get better. It's like you've been saying that for the last three, four years. You know, it's yeah. like, at, at what point are you going to be better is the question. They proved that last night. They proved that they can be better. They came out and dominated. They did. They were up by 17, 18 points uh, at one point. It was like 14 to four so, yeah, in the it first was a quarter. was crazy run. Yeah. So... I like what I saw yesterday, and I think that just shows that the injury of Angel McCautry obviously was huge, so you still have ladies that are trying to gel together. You got Kelsey Plum coming off the bench now when she's used to being a starter. What do you think about that? I like that. You like and that? And I'll be honest with you, and no disrespect to Kelsey, I've never been a huge Kelsey Plum fan, and, and Tim Mongles be a good friend of mine, He Wave Sports, he loves Kelsey Plum and has since she was in college. I just never really liked her for Bill's type of system because I don't think she can handle the way Bill coaches her. Interesting. That's the problem. And, and I've been to the games. I've covered them live. I've, I've been behind the bench and I've seen him bark at her and go at her her whole demeanor changes. There was one time where he benched her in the set early in the second quarter, and she didn't come back to the fourth quarter. But as we saw in the series in the playoffs
1: last season, he did that. He put a lot of pressure on her. She showed up. I'm not a big fan of well, no, Jackie she was Young out last year. Kelsey you're Plum right. You're right. Year. You're right. You're right. The year before that. The year, the before, year before, she before that, yeah. she responded pretty well. I'm just not a fan of Jackie Young. Her confidence to me. Last night she had a game high twenty one points. She, she uh, career, high. career high. Career high. Yep. Uh, she played well, but. When her confidence is down, she missed a couple of shots, it hurts the Aces.
0: So she, I know I, know I keep saying this because we talked about it earlier with um, was a Kwame, uh, um, uh, KCP on the Lakers. She, she, she basically reminds me of like a Lamar Odom type of player. We don't know what we're going to get night yeah. in and night out. We know we might get the player we got tonight, but are we going to get that same player Constance. on Friday? Are we going to get the same Jackie Young that we saw last night against the defending champs? Or are we going to see a Jackie Young that looks lost and deer in the headlights? No disrespect. But that's just based off of her playing what we've seen. And I've asked her twice already. I asked her after her first preseason game as a rookie. And I asked her after her first um, um, preseason game here this season. Are you taking anything that you learned from college and the college game and adapting it to the WNBA game? Or is it all just all WNBA and what you're learning now? This is a huge difference. Correct. She says that it's, it's a little bit of both, that she's mixing in both and using what she's learned. But some of the stuff from the past still helps her. You gotta get it together, though. You ha- you have to find some form of consistency, right? At this point, they need more from her. She was a number one pick. Yeah, and she
1: talked about it last night on the Zoom call about her confidence, and she said she felt like her confidence was was there last night. She felt like she was kind of in a zone. She didn't know she she had a career high until she came to the to the bench and they which told her, which good. is good. Which is good. I just I, I'm I just not a fan of Jackie Young. And again, no <laughs> disrespect to her. Exactly. I, I just don't. She's she's it. inconsistent.
0: That that's the problem. That's the problem. Now. Huge games from other people, obviously on the team. You want to see Chelsea Gray succeed? I oh, think you had her on her. You had her on your show a few weeks back, right? Is it the same or no? About not yet. No, else? that
1: was um, that was
0: the player from the Atlanta Dream. Got it. Got it. Okay. Courtney Williams. Courtney Williams. That was a, that was a great interview. By the way, what happened? Who just oh, hit?
2: Oh man, LeBron just three? hit a fadeaway. Oh. Fadeaway three. Like Drake what? and <laughs> Michael B. Jordan as, in the building, going as crazy time expi- as a shot clock expired. Lakers up by three,
0: one hundred three, one hundred. You know, you know Curry's gonna shoot this.
2: Come Just on. Just a crazy.
0: Watch right, it's going right back to Curry. Look at this. Oh, uh, wide open. No, no right foul. Oh Good, no call. I'm sorry, we're over here giving you guys the freaking play by play of oh, this game. Oh, he traveled too. Here we go. Let's see. Wide open three. Rebound. Uh,
2: Let's go. No, ahead. no, no foul, no foul. All
0: right, Lakers got the ball with 31 seconds to go. You,
2: you guys missed the three by LeBron right now. They should call time out probably, but <laughs> no, going to play through it. This
0: is what no you get tonight. <laughs> They're Watching too, still, don't we worry. We still got a lot of show to go, I'm right. Pretty sure you guys are watching the same game. They ain't oh, watching us live either. either. Nope, Wesley, Wesley Matthews. Oh, nope. <sighs> that's a bad shot. Caruso, Caruso. Caruso. oh my
2: god, time out, time, here we out, go. time
0: out! Here we go, 10 seconds remaining. No timeout. They're not gonna call timeout. No way, they're not gonna call a timeout. Oh, there, Kurt called it. Kirk called it 2.1 left. They're probably gonna give them more time because Kurt was running down the sideline, called that timeout. So we'll get into that here shortly. Game's almost over. Exciting game to watch. Definitely. I'm glad we got it up on the big screen here. But another thing, too. The ratings are up. They are. The WNBA ratings are up. They are. Which is very good for the league.
1: Up 25% uh, opening uh, game this past season. Up 25% since 2012, which is huge. Which we talk about that. The marketing part of it. Um, it has to increase if they want to get more money. Correct. Which we we talk about all the time.
0: So, that's good. I like what they're doing, though. Not only that, the NBA is supporting big time. For you sure. see all these guys wearing the sweaters. You see them wearing this. Sh- everyone will have the T-shirt, the coaches celebrating the 25-year anniversary. How long have you been into this league? How long have you been covering it? Have you been covering it since, not covering it like as media, but following it just as a fan in general? Has it been since day one with you it's, as well?
1: For me, it has. Okay. Since the Cheryl Swoops, uh, since here. the Leaks of Leslies, the, the yep. Yo-Yo, Yolanda Griffins. Houston uh, Comets with
0: three-peat three, three yeah. championships yep. and all that. Yeah, definitely. Cooper, right? Cooper. Since <laughs> since the Cooper, yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah. Four was it four in a foreigner. Okay, mm-hmm. four in a row and she was a multiple three, four-time NBA yes, uh, WNBA MVP I believe, as well. It's just crazy to think back how far they've come, man. I remember the first game, Lisa Lobo, uh, Lisa Leslie, Rebecca, Rebecca Lobo. Lobo. Yeah, I remember watching Rebecca Lobo when I was a kid. When there was nothing else to watch, no disrespect to women's basketball, just when I was younger, and they were on TV. I remember watching her at Connecticut. She was a beast. Yes, she was. So knowing that she was someone that was going to be one of the first pillars of that, and then Lisa Leslie with everything she did in college, and of course with the the, the USA basketball, it's it's awesome. I like where the league has come. I know there's still a long way, though. They're They're trying to get the whole pay structure right. They want to make sure that these women get paid more, and I agree with that. But I think that people need to... Start accepting the league more, accepting the play that's out there. It's not the NBA. You're it's not, not going to get NBA play. For people that say let's lower the rims and do all that so they can dunk, that's not what this league is about. I my, like it.
1: My issue is is respect the WNBA for what it is. Correct. You know, that, that's a different league. Is is And we talk about it all the time, the athletic ability between men and women. You're not going to get it. But if you like solid basketball, the fundamentals right. of basketball, the pick and rolls, you're going to get it with the WNBA. With Great the, shooting. You get it. Let's be real. You get it. Just great respect shoot. that lead for what it is.
0: So my question to you as well, do you like Bill Lambier as a coach?
1: Uh I mean put
0: put you on the spot.
1: He he's cool. <laughs> I mean, he get I think he gets out of the players what he wants to get out of them. Okay. Uh, I think he does a great job with Asia Wilson. Uh he puts a lot of pressure on Asia. She responds to him for the most part. Um I I, I like Bill. I like Bill for the Aces. A lot of people have mixed emotions about it though.
0: I don't know. I I, I like him because he's straight up. He doesn't beat around the bush. And they know that. They and, know that. And not only that. Like I said, he will bark at you. I didn't see him ripping to De'Arica Hamby and then she just comes off the bench and kills it. Well,
1: that's one thing that Ra- Raquana you know Williams I mean? said too is that he's straight to the point. He yeah. will tell you, you mess up, he will she she acknowledged that in, in uh, the uh, Zoom call yesterday. She said she respects him for that because he he's straight to the point.
0: And I've seen other coaches in the WNBA they're not that harsh. And what I mean is with their verbiage, with their body language. You see some coaches get mad and they clap it up and this and that. But the way he talks. He gets talks, fired up. He gets fired, he gets up. fired like, up. You feel like your dad just told you. Yeah. Why'd you <laughs> miss that layup? <laughs> Go sit down. Like He's he's crazy, man. But a- after the games, after the media conferences and all that, I don't know I don't know if he's still doing it now because of the whole bubble thing and everything, but he likes to have his little drink. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure. His little, I think his whiskey. He likes to have his little whiskey and he just relax in the back. Lakers pull it off, guys. 103-100. 100 Final nice. score. LeBron nice. right now being interviewed great by the Lakers. Great game, right? Great game. You're down by so much and you come back. I yeah. like it. I like it. I think the Lakers needed a game like this. They did. They you need- needed a test like this, especially well, at this point. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's going to be – I want. I, I mean, I'm excited to see the the Grizzly uh, Warriors game now. That's going right? to be a great game. That's John Morant
0: be, versus Steph Curry. I,
2: I think that's going to be the better of the two, right, obviously. Um. Yeah, it's, it's – playing out the way that they wanted it, you know, the way that they wanted it to. Everyone's excited about the playoffs before the playoffs
0: start. Exactly. Right? So so what about the MVP, guys?
2: I'm I'm with you on Chris Paul, to be honest with you. I think that, you know, for them to be the number two seed, I mean, who remembers the last time Phoenix was this good, right? And they have uh, most, of, most of, you know, the players that they've had the last few years, right, that haven't been able to get over that hump and even be in the playoffs. And then Chris Paul comes along and they're number two, you know, so I don't think he's getting uh enough credit but it is tough to you know to steal the spotlight from Steph the way that he's scoring right phoenix doesn't rely on chris paul to score they rely on chris paul to kind of facilitate that to offense, be a leader to control be a leader uh to be a mentor and to control that offense and he, i mean he does score when he needs to score he's got that pretty little fadeaway jump shot in, in the in the key right um, but, a
0: step back. But,
2: yeah, he's he's definitely playing like that Steve Nash role, though, right? When he was with Phoenix, when he wasn't putting up big numbers, but he was leading that back team.
0: Back-to-back MVP.
2: Back-to-back MVP. So I don't see the difference between what Steve Nash did then and won the MVP, and no one pretty much had an argument versus what he's doing now, what Chris Ball's doing now. And it's because Steph is a scorer, because he's doing all these highlight plays. And, you know, obviously in just this game alone, right, he's going to, even, even though they lost, it's going to boost his chances and everyone talking on that train of, him winning an MVP. So uh, I like what he, uh, Chris Paul's doing. I think he, he's never gotten respect though. Correct. Right. I don't think he's ever gotten respect his entire career, even with the Clippers.
0: His knees never gotten respect. He, yeah. And
2: and I mean, for him to be able to, I mean, he's still quick <laughs> though. When you watch him play though, like yeah, it, 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 almost, it it looks like he hasn't lost a step yeah. though. I mean, obviously he's older and, and he's not the same player, but he, he still, you know, plays the same way that he plays inside the paint, you know, and, and he's leading that team and, 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 kind of what they needed. He was the missing link to that team and look where they're at now. And now they're going to have to, you know, now they're going to have to play, play the Lakers. Lake. So it's going to be a real tough test for them too, though, right? Because if they, especially if they lose to the Lakers in the first round, I think all the MVP talks is going to go away go out the window. Um, because, you know, you couldn't, you, you know, you got there, but where are you? Right. You're right back where you've been. For the last how long? Right before you know, back to when Barkley and Marley and you know KJ were all there. Ooh. I mean, that was the last time. They were, Chapman. That was the last time they were really good, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Um. So. so it, they
3: were in the Western Conference Finals in 2010.
2: Oh, that is. Uh. Well, yeah. That, but I still feel like that team was better than that team, the the 2010 team. But, um, for them to be relevant again, yeah. You know, for them to be relevant again, I think Chris Paul deserves that MVP. Um, and it, it's still up for grabs. You know, when is it? When is it announced? You.
0: It's, it should be in the coming weeks because Monty Williams already got announced as the coach of the year, right? But
1: that was the coaches uh, oh, voted that was the on coach. that. Yeah, okay, that was so the, the coaches voted on it.
0: Yeah. So look, I, I was with you and I'm still with you. Like, I, I still I'm think. I'm with you more on it because that saying. was
2: your train, kind of. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> now, I,
0: I, I'm still with it. I still think Chris Paul should be the MVP. I've been saying it all season, so I'm not going to back down from it now. I'll get your thoughts on it right now in a minute, D. But my thing is, too, I started to think about it, and you have to look and you have to listen to the, what the people are saying, right? This team went undefeated in the bubble. They were already a hot team going into this season. They've already had this team. So Chris Paul just kind of helped them get over the hump, but maybe they were already going to be this good this season anyways. Mm. Right? I don't know if that's true, but because I still believe that Chris Paul is helping this team, like Rob said, be the facilitator, be the leader, control the offense and get everyone better. I think Booker's gotten better from it. I think DeAndre Ayton's gotten better from it. And the whole team itself has gotten better from it. And it shows that when you give Monty Williams, you don't have to give him superstars all the way around. But if you give him a decent, solid team that can put it together and follow his system, it's going to work. Now, you also can't take away what Steph has done because if we're being real, do I think the Phoenix Suns are still a playoff team this year without Chris Paul? Yes. A number two seed? Possibly not. Are the Warriors even fighting for a playoff or a play-in game without Steph? No. No. So for him to be the scoring champ, you know, all distance Jordan, like I said, not only that, he was over 32 points. It was 32 points per game, yeah. right? And the way he shoots the ball, I'm sorry. Every time he gets the ball, he can just lob it up, and it's gonna go in. No, no disrespect to Ray Allen. I got to see Ray Allen play as well, but the way I mean, Ray Allen looked like he had to get the shot. As where Steph Curry can just shoot the shot. And it's
1: like it's going in. He like he throws it up with ease, man.
0: Every time. So what I'm getting to is that. It's hard for me to also not look at Steph now. Sure. I'm still I'm still riding with, with Chris Paul, and I think Chris Paul should be the MVP, but it's hard for me to not take a look at Steph. So if Steph were to win it over Chris Paul or anyone else, I'd be okay with
1: it. I, I don't think that, that Steph had the the resources that that Phoenix had. I Correct. mean, he, he I mean, he didn't have the players that Phoenix had. I mean, yes, he had the Draymonds, but that team wasn't a packaged team. I mean, without Steph, they're not. And Clay's out. In, in Clay, without no Clay. Two without years. Steph, he's not in the conversation. We're, when you think of an MVP, you gotta, you have to have the scoring component in the conversation. And Chris Paul, he doesn't give us that because it's really not his game. But right. you cannot overshadow and take away what what Steph is doing. It, it's it's phenomenal. So who's your pick? I'm rolling with Steph. Okay. I, I like Steph. Um uh, I, I know my co host, he's rolling with C P three Yeah, he, he just has, texted us on, he the, has on the on the, on the, on the, the Facebook jump, here. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I like uh I like Steph.
0: What do you think, Juan? Who's your MVP for the league this year? Give us your, your thoughts, chime on in.
3: Russell Westbrook.
1: <laughs> really? And and it's hey, kinda, yeah, and, and it's kinda he hard
3: got, for me to disagree with that. He got penalized for getting the, for averaging a triple double a few years ago, and now he does it with ease every year, and they don't even mention him in the top five for, for uh MVP. It is hard. So my my top two is Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook. Okay. Because they, I mean, like you said, Chris Paul, he he uh, he had a built-in team. Like they were going to be good this year already, with with or without him. Uh, you know, they would have been a top five in the West. Um, and then you know, Jokic is right there. He's been solid all year. So there's a lot of good players. And uh, people kept saying Steph missed all these games. He missed ten out of or nine out of the seventy-two. He didn't miss that many, you know. So. I would lean towards Steph, but Russell Westbrook is disrespected.
1: But he got kind of pushed back take, to the end. Take. He got kind of pushed out towards the end,
0: Russell. Because of what Steph did. Because of how hot Steph got. I mean, it's hard to overshadow that. I mean, it's it hard is. to overlook it. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? That, it's when he so does hard. a
1: consistency, so uh, many nights in a row.
0: Night in and night out. So speaking of local teams as well, as we were talking about the Aces earlier, Rob, you went to the game last night. Yes. Fun times. Absolutely. Before we get into it.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: If, if uh, you could put up the video of the goal, the final goal last night by Alex Tuck, I believe, right? Second goal of the night, because it was Tuck, Marshy, and then Tuck again. Three uh, one final. Marshy was, okay, yeah, 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 was first. was yeah. first, and then Tuck got the last two. So if you could put up that video of the final goal here, and then we'll get into some Golden Knights talk real quick.
2: Credit one. Whoa.
0: so that was the final goal of the night there last night Golden Knights winning the game 3-1 to even up the series 1-1 against the Minnesota Wild shout out to Jimbo I know he is a Wild fan because he was from Minnesota <laughs> yeah. but yeah they even up the series two great games for Marc-Andre Fleury if we're being honest he he didn't lose that first game that, that offense lost that first game them not scoring is in my opinion what lost that first game people coming out saying oh Robert Leonard should have been the goalie it would have been the same conversation if you know it was the other way around. If Leonard was in there and they lost one nothing, oh, we should have had Flower in his goalie. So let's be real. Two great games by Mark Andre Fleury. For sure. Last night, better overall game by the team. You were there last night, Rob. Talk about first of all the atmosphere inside. How was it? And then what did you see on the ice?
2: Uh, atmosphere was 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 amazing, right? As playoff games, my first ever playoff ho- first ever playoff hockey game, right? Um, everyone everyone was. I, I don't think I saw one. I was thinking about it as I was walking out. I don't think I saw one uh, Minnesota jersey or anything That's like good. that.
0: We want the it, home, home. It, it home was advantage. like I didn't
2: see. Usually, you see a couple of locals, oh, right? Yeah. That you know want to support, pay their money to go watch the game. Well,
0: Jimbo moved out already. I know he's in Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I didn't see one Wild jersey, and uh, it, it was. It was, it was, it was a live atmosphere. It would, it would, I, d- I can only imagine what it would be like at full capacity, right? Everyone's, you know, dying to get in some seats, you know, and stuff like that and, and, and watch some uh, live sports and, and, you know, be able to, to watch their home, you know, their home team. this, this city and, and, and the golden Knights are just like, you know, no other, this, this city's, ad- you know, adopted them, you know, f- however many seasons they've been playing now, however, uh, four, how many seasons is it now for who for the golden Knights four. been here four four, se- four seasons, right? Um, on the ice, I, you know they they bounced back really good. It was a really good matchup. Obviously zero zero after the first period, a um, lot of opportunities on both sides. But you know Minnesota got that first goal. Uh, it was a light. It was a nice goal. I have to give them that. But literally within the, I think it was like a minute or two. You know Marshy comes back and we had a perfect angle from where we were sitting. And he just top-shelped it right over the corner, right over the shoulder. Uh, They bounced back there. You know, the crowd went crazy, right, to bounce back because it was, you know, everyone, the whole crowd went silent, obviously, when they scored, when Minnesota scored. And it was more like, uh, uh uh-oh, are we going to go down 2-0, right? Are we going to go down? How
0: fast is Alex Tuck, bro, in in person? Because I was watching the game last night on a breakaway. He didn't score on that breakaway. But he got the puck and he took off. He's fast. He's super fast. It seems like he's (laughs) always
2: involved, right? It's always involved, uh, especially in front of the net. And he was able to, you know, have a nice putback for the first one. You know that that goal when that goal happened too, because it was kind of like back to back almost on that one. That that one was, you know, the crowd went even crazier, right? But it kind of like settled, you know, settled everything, letting them know, you know, everyone know that you know we're in this, right? We're gonna, you know, we're we are the better seed in this, right? So it was it was you know great experience overall. They, you know, T-Mobile Arena, you know, obviously a nice a nice venue already. Um, it, it it was, it was handled well. Everything, everything went smooth. I was in a suite, so it was kind of nice not having to, you know, you know, move over, you know, you know, through seats and stuff like that and worry about any about that. But it was, it was a, it was a, you know, a great experience. And I I look hopefully forward to going to more.
0: (laughs) Definitely, man. Golden Knights tied up now, one, one going into Minnesota D what are your thoughts on the game and the series so far?
1: I didn't get a chance to see game one, but the okay. game I saw last night was exciting, man. They, uh, the 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 aces, <laughs> the knights, seemed complete dominance last night. I mean, like I said, it was. I didn't get a chance to see game one, but okay. last night looked like they put it all together. They had a solid game for the most part. So. Definitely moving in the right direction. Uh, Mark Andre flurry. He, he's receiving a whole bunch of awards. He's he was got another award he mm-hmm. earned um, this week. So he's racking he great up the season. awards. Great he had
2: an incredible game yesterday too. For him to come back after all the criticism—not say criticism, but all the people saying "What if? What if?" Right the after what the first game. Yeah. And for him, you know, I didn't actually know that he was going to start the second game. And when he, when you know, when his name got announced, you know, as the starter, yeah, as the starter, as the starting uh, goalie. Uh, the crowd the went crazy. The game. crowd went crazy, and uh, yeah, he had a really good game. I mean, he still. I mean, they only gave up one goal, you know, um, and uh, you know, fortunately for him, his team bounced back and responded in a big way, and uh, yeah, they were able to put it away and, and, and you know tie tie the series up. Now they got to go to mini, right? And um, yeah, it's 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 hopefully this is a you know a momentum builder for them, and, and they can you know move move on and, and play the next team. There yeah. has to
1: be a lot of pressure for him though. Oh yeah. Between well, him and, I mean, I'll, I'll,
0: I mean, you know what? I would say no, and here's why:
2: it's just his career. Right? He's mean, already
0: won three cups.
2: It's
1: like he gets no Pittsburgh. passes, though. He doesn't. He doesn't.
2: I mean, he, doesn't. They, he can't I mean,
1: have.
0: He can't have a bad game,
2: especially in this moment. I mean, I think they just expect nothing but excellence from exactly. him, right? But
0: see, that's the problem. That goes back to too many Golden Knights fans, not enough hockey fans in Las mm. Vegas. That's mm-hmm. the problem. different. When, when you have fans of a team, but you don't really follow hockey all that much then of course you're going to say, oh, it's Marc-Andre Fleury's fault. No, it's not when the guy had that many saves, but yet Talbot on the other side from Minnesota also had 40-plus saves. You know what I mean? It was a great game by both goalkeeper, by go- both goaltenders. The, the, game the, the, the,
2: one was yeah. honestly a, one of the best games, you know. That I've seen in a while. In even though long we scored this and it went to
0: overtime, it was a great
2: game. It's one of the great, yeah, yeah one of the best games it's been. You know, and I just, love
0: seeing saves like that. It the it just, way that game was, it was crazy. It just didn't go
2: their way game one, but they definitely re- uh, rebounded, especially after going down one goal. Especially after going down one goal in the second game, they rebounded really nice, and uh, yeah, it worked out.
0: Nice. So Knights going over to Minnesota. Hopefully they can go ahead and take this series. We'll see how that goes. But guys... We got about eight more minutes here left on the show. So real quick, I want to talk about the Oakland A's possible relocation here. We'll, we'll get through this as quick as we can. I want to give a big shout out to Scott Gobranson over at Vegas Sports Today. He wrote an article about it, about the possibilities and what has happened with the you know relocation. As you guys know, MLB's already basically gave the Oakland A's the green light to go basically check out other possible spots. Other possible spots that I've read and seen just don't make any sense to me compared to Vegas, like Portland and other areas like that. I think baseball would be better here fit. Now, it's a lot of rumors. I still think that at the end of the day, and I said it on your show, I commented earlier, I think it's a smokescreen. I think it's a way for Oakland to push the city of Oakland to finally sign that contract and get the money. Now, this is quoting the article that Scott wrote in 2019 reports The Arizona Diamondbacks, who badly want to replace an agent Chase Field in downtown Phoenix, explored a move to Las Vegas suburb in Henderson. Henderson, who aggressively pursued the Diamondbacks with a $1 billion retractable dome stadium in the pitch, didn't win out, but it showed MLB's interest in the growing market and instantly validated us for relocation. Now, I agree with that 100%, but here's the problem. We went from building an Allegiant Stadium that was supposed to be like you guys were mentioning seven hundred thousand yes. whatever to one point four billion. Granted, the 1400000000 point four billion didn't all come from the city of Las Vegas. Some of it was from Mark Davis, but a lot of it is coming from the city. Weird. Where 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 are we gonna get the money for the? Uh, where are we gonna get the money to build another stadium? I know you have locations. They talk about the you know uh, Flamingo Road where the Rio is at tearing that down and building it there. They talk about a possible location in Henderson. I don't see it happening because I don't see where they're going to get the money for this. And I agree with you guys. You talked about it on your show. I don't see the money. Where is the money going to come from? I mean, it's great and all, but I think we need to relax and take a step back and enjoy what we do have. Respect the Aviators. Respect that AAA team. Let them be who they are. They haven't had an opportunity to create a history at that new stadium or create a history for the new brand of that team. They've only played two seasons and the second one was COVID dope stadium too exactly if you haven't been there go check it out I mean, have you been there i know oh, yeah, i've been have. there a few times yeah. it's it's a it's a it's, it's an nice. mlb style stadium and that's the feel that it has to it my opinion i would love 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 to see mlb here i just don't see it happening i honestly think that it's a smoke screen and i think they'll eventually stay in Oakland.
2: i i don't i the money part is not what i'm worried about i'm worried about us filling those seats right uh, I don't on,
0: see that being I, a
2: problem. I don't I could see it's not a problem for the Raiders cuz you know the Raiders travel well. They've got worldwide fans, right? But how many how many A's worldwide fans are there, right? How how big of a stadium are we going to put up for them? If we going if we going to put up a uh, you know, you talk about T-Mobile and and in the stadiums that we have, T-Mobile is what, 15 to 18,000, you know, don't quote T-Mobile me. T-Mobile
0: 18 plus. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: like 18,000, right? Um, but when we're, we're going to build a 25, maybe a 30,000 seat stadium and for baseball is a grind, right? It's 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 five days a week sometimes, right? Are we really going to be able to put people in the seats, you know, the way that we're really expecting? To, you know, we're going to sell out almost every Raider game or we're going to, you know, every Raider game is sold out probably for at least the next four or five years, Two or Can three years, take, the most, yeah. right? Um, uh, but maybe f- before some seats start opening up. But for us to be able to fill, you know, a stadium of that of that size on the baseball side of things, right? You talk about. I don't bet baseball because it's an everyday <laughs> grind, right? I would <laughs> I say if you. you're gonna bet baseball. You, you you can't have a job, right? You yeah. cannot have a job because when you bet it, it's an everyday thing that you have to literally watch and focus on and and know the numbers. And, and, and it's it, tough. It's a daily grind. And it's a daily grind to have a team here too, right? Because, yeah. you know, they play back to back to back to back. Uh, you know, they're playing five days a week, sometimes six days a week. Are we going to really have enough people, you know, locally that are going to fill that stadium that often right um maybe so exactly i I just don't i don't see it um i don't i don't think we're ready uh for a baseball team uh which sounds crazy to me which i mean which which sounds crazy saying excuse me but i i I think we may be a little bit ahead of ourselves as a city because i think everyone's like well the raiders are going to sell it well that's because people are coming from all over the world so
0: Quan wants to say something
2: how many baseball stadiums are full not many well you go to Dodger Stadium. I mean, I mean there's there's some teams out there, but I,
3: I you named one team, the the champions. Uh how many uh uh sellout games did the Aviators have? Who are not a major league baseball team in Las Vegas? But look at the size almost of the stadium, every game, right? First almost, season, that's yeah. fine, that's fine. But nobody thought they were gonna sell out games. Um <sighs> and then say to say nobody. it's a smoke screen, everybody thought the Raiders were a smoke screen, correct? They were doing that to try to get Oakland to build a stadium for them. Correct. Guess what? Oakland didn't do. They didn't build a stadium for the Raiders. If they let the Raiders go, what makes you think they're going to keep the A's? But I think the A's are gone. You I also just, you mean, also so just lost think, Golden
0: State. I don't think Golden that, State moved across they, the bridge. They've
3: lost everybody. So, <laughs> so, so, that's, so for saying, everyone to the think it's a smoke screen, Oakland does not want to pay for anything.
2: I think that I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna figure it out, and I think
3: I honestly think that they're gonna end up. That's a what everybody thought about the Raiders to? too, and look <laughs> where the Raiders are right now—they're down on the strip.
1: I, I, am like with you, Jose. I think, I think it, it, it's a smoke screen. I'm not. I think they'll eventually get the funds, and they'll eventually come to some agreeable terms. I mean, I do agree with you. We need to appreciate the aviators. I mean, we haven't had we haven't had them in two year, two seasons Correct. in that in that beautiful yep. um, stadium over there. Let them evolve. I mean, we struggled with the whole filling Cashman Field, yep. you know, when they were in the A's with the stars. What has the plan? city of
3: Oakland shown you guys for, for you to, to be so sure they're going to come up with this money? I just think that because like- they've done zero for the Warriors, they did zero. For the Raiders, which are two way better franchises and bigger franchises. That's what I'm saying. Now you're going to lose the final
0: thing you have left. I don't think they're just going to back out and say, I'm out. I I get where you're coming from and what you're saying. You let everyone else walk, but this is the final piece that's left. Why would you not even give it an opportunity? Because the A's have
3: been dealing with this for three years. Three plus years, but then they they said they were going to do something three years ago, and they still haven't made any moves to do that.
0: The Raiders were doing the same thing. They signed a a... one year contract every single year. They wouldn't sign anything longer. So
3: you're proving my point. The city of Oakland is not doing anything to keep their franchises there. Correct. They they have shown zero effort to keep these teams there. I don't think the Raiders wanted to be there.
2: I don't think the Raiders wanted to be in Oakland regardless of, you know, trying to work it out with them. I think they wanted to be in Vegas. I think Mark Davis was talking about it. They had already been trying to get a team here for a while now. The NFL player, you know, when the, they were the,
3: supposed the, to get a new stadium when they went back, came back from L.A. to Oakland, and they still didn't give them, give it to them. The city yeah. of Oakland does not care. Okay. okay. I, I think they're going to sign. I think they stay. Quan chiming
0: in, we appreciate yeah, it'd it. It'll
1: be interesting to see how it all unfolds.
0: So, D, we greatly appreciate you chiming in tonight and jumping on. I want to give a huge shout-out one more time to Scott Go Branson. From Vegas Sports Today, he was the one that I read the article, so it gave me the the opportunity to talk about the Oakland A's today. If you guys have not checked out the website, they got a lot of new stuff, brand new, brand new website. You won't want to miss it. Trust me, VegasSportsToday.com. Go ahead and check Scott and Mike Dixon out. Over there at the new webpage. Trust me, good stuff there. Now, D, thank you for coming on tonight. Let everyone know where they can find you on all things social media and what you got moving forward for Absolutely, your show.
1: Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. You can find me uh No Plays All Sports Talk Podcast is on each and every Wednesday right here on the Gorilla Cross, uh, Gorilla Cross Network, six p.m. Pacific Standard Time, nine PM Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on uh, everything social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at No Plays All Sports
0: Talk. There you go. Rob, any final words for tonight? Uh, A's
2: are staying in Oakland <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So what, Quan, Quan convinced you?
2: No, what? the opposite oh, He says that they're going to move They're staying in Oakland uh,
0: Okay, we'll see how it goes well, We appreciate every single person That was a part of the show tonight Quan59, Rob G, Miss Ball and D We were coming to you live here On Straight Bet Sports on the Guerrilla Cross Radio Network Thank you guys for tuning in Chiming in to everyone on the Facebook feeds We greatly appreciate you My final thought for the night is enjoy your sports, people. Enjoy the normal part of life that is coming back. If you have the opportunity to buy a ticket and go check it out, go check it out. Las Vegas Lights play on Saturday. I don't believe they're home yet, but when they come back, $10 a ticket, $5 for kids. You can't beat that, man. Get back to some normal parts in your life. Get back out there and enjoy whether you're vaccinated or not. Take the mask off and enjoy yourself, man. Big shout-out to Mike Farrell from The Electric Company. They will be at the Horse trader Hideout this Saturday night again watching the game. So go ahead and check them out as well. So once again, for Rob G, Miss Ball and D, Quant59, I am Jose V. We'll see you next Wednesday night, same time, 9 p.m. We are out. Peace. See you.